beautiful people how's everyone doing it is T again as usual your favorite sex enthusiast and host of talk that talk if I'm not your favorite sex enthusiast I'm just going to call myself that you know that I love to be the Lulu queen anyway I hope everyone's doing okay I hope your weekend goes great and yeah um Today, I have a new guest for us today. Fresh, 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 fresh guest. And I'm really, really excited about this episode because, well, as the name of the episode suggests, it is going to be quite an interesting one, quite an intense, if I do say so myself, episode. And yeah, I'm just going to be introducing our guest today, or she's going to be introducing herself. And yeah. We're going to get into it. So please introduce yourself to our listeners. Okay. Hi, T. And hi, everybody listening. My name is T. Lenny. I am a writer and editor. And I am a girl. I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's so real. I'm just a girl. Okay. Hi, Timmy. How are you? How was your weekend? I'm pretty good. I'm really, really good, actually. I feel like this okay. is the best I've been in a long time. Okay. I'm very happy. Okay, okay. I'm, there's something you said that, like, I don't even know if you remember you said, but, like, I'm experiencing gay joy right now, so I'm very happy. Okay. I've been with <laughs> my partner, and we've just really been spending We love queer. Queer love. Yeah. Shout out to queer relationships. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Okay. You okay. can only tell by the smile in my voice. I'm mm-hmm. very happy. Oh, your cheeks must be so red right now. <laughs> if we were white, you I'm would have been like tomato. Right <laughs> Damn. Okay. I'm very glad to hear that you're doing very well. That's, Thank that's you. good. That's Thank very good. You. A win for one person. Is it for all of us? Yes. Amen. Yeah, amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's cool. I hope everyone's doing okay. If you're not doing okay, I'm so sorry. I hope things get better over time. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode still. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, T? How, How am I? Oh, thank you for asking. I'm actually good. I'm, I'm good, but I'm also not because... I've been seeing someone. I mean, I'm good because I've been really seeing someone and I yeah. really, really like this person that I've been seeing. But they're leaving soon. Like, oh. their wave of Japa. See? APC. Tinubu. They will actually They have to crumble. Crimes. Like, they proper, proper have to crumble. Because, like, nah. The wave of, like, immigration is so crazy. Yeah. Like, it's insane. But, yeah, I'm... I'm okay. I'm not doing badly. Mm-hmm. I'm in a very good headspace, actually, mm-hmm. which is like I'm grateful for that. So, yeah, that's yeah. lovely. And Thank I feel you. like because what you both shared, even with the limited time mm-hmm. together, was really beautiful. So. Oh yeah, no, like see, I cannot take away that experience for anything. Like yeah. a couple of months that we have had. Mm-hmm. I would cherish it like something in a glass because honestly, like it was amazing. That's really the universe did its thing, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it like, did. It did. Have it a little did. drop of that beautiful <laughs> queer love. It did, and that's such a blessing because, like, yeah. what are the odds 
of you guys actually seeing each other and like thinking like that like that yeah. you know what's crazy is that was it like i had met this person many 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 months into this year yeah. like in march or in april or something like that and we never spoke like just hi hey like when oh. i went to skate oh hi 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 how long have you been skating yeah. bye and that was it and then somehow months later we are a thing wow and it just fits and it just fits like a piece in puzzle it's i love very very bitter sweet yeah but i feel like i just think that that's like the best case of you guys meeting yeah yeah cosmic alliance definitely so you can see how we're already talking about cosmic (laughs) alliance so you just know that this episode is about to Wow. It's actually going to slap. I'm so, so I'm actually so excited for because I'm such a fan of this podcast. Oh. It ended up in my Spotify rap Okay, it you did end up in lots of people's Spotify <laughs> rap and I'm very, very, very happy that you guys have been listening. So we have been fan base <laughs> <laughs> These are the real questions. I don't know. What do you think a fan base? What do you guys think a fan base? A talk that talk fan base name would be. Mm. I mean, you are the talker, so we will probably be the listeners or something along the line because it's talk that talk. Yeah, and, and you guys do the listening, yeah. so it's like, mm. <laughs> what would we call the fans? Talk mm. that talk to listeners. Unoriginal, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> anyway, today we are going to be talking about sexuality and spirituality, navigating sexuality and spirituality. Yeah. Which I think is a very, very, very interesting um, topic of discussion. Yeah. I try to just listen to this with as, as much open-mindedness as possible, possible, you know. Like yeah. I said, a lot of us in Lagos or a lot of us in Nigeria who are listening to this grew up with, like, Christian ideals or muslim ideals or some sort of societal ideals that just do not let you breathe Mm -hmm. and it's like you just need to kind of walk into this episode with like a very open mind yeah um and also like with how spiritual you are so i I feel like you should kind of give us like a back back story of your like spirituality Mm -hmm. because you know um you don't want people here thinking it's what it is not oh, okay. type of situation. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So full disclaimer here, guys. It is not Christianity, Christianity or Islam. And Abrahamic religion. Yeah. yeah. We're dealing more with spirituality. And I know that actually it's not really as mainstream or I actually beg to differ. Yeah. I think like it has gotten more mainstream or a lot of people are going back to their roots so that's such mm-hmm. a lovely thing to witness and discover and i'm so grateful that among the people that are going back i was also like fortunate enough to like have you that are. awakening yeah. yeah so for me because spirituality has different diverse interpretations different diverse practices a lot of it has to do with colonialism actually because you know we traveled we we ended up like moving places and having to like set up new ways of life or like try to um fuse different ways Mm -hmm. so basically it is very diverse but for Mm -hmm. me 
I believe in Yoruba spirituality, which is okay. called Isheshe. And Isheshe, like, I think literally translates to um, doings or like the yeah, act Ishe. of doing. Yeah, Isheshe. So, like, she yeah, Isheshe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it is the way of traditionalism, basically. So, the way of our ancestors and our forefathers, what we were doing before colonialism. Yeah, pre colonialism. Yeah, westernization. So, I had. I think personally, my own awakening wasn't just like, oh, this sort of epiphany. It was a very slow and sure pace. Like, the universe wanted me to take baby steps. Baby steps. Because right. I think if I had just rushed into it, I would definitely have been overwhelmed and oh, just like, ended up pushing it away or like mm-hmm. saying, oh, I would get into this later. Mm-hmm. But like, because I took my time just like getting as much information as I could. And it's still like, it an ongoing process so it is a process of me learning a lot of things about my people mm-hmm. about myself and you know it's really lovely it's really lovely i'm mm-hmm. really glad i'm here okay yeah. that's cool i'm very happy for you okay. so i have a question um growing up christian you know it's i mean i feel like a lot of people who grew up christian have like that christian um, guilt yeah christian like guilt and not just in terms of like what you believe in but yeah. also christian guilt in terms of your sexuality especially in terms yeah. of your sexuality there's yeah. a lot of shame around it mm-hmm. there's a lot of shame in like who you are you know i've noticed that for example for a lot of like queer people yeah. it's very very hard for them to navigate being like christian or yeah. muslim and yeah. being queer because yeah. like these religions are pretty much saying that your existence means nothing yeah pretty much you know and it's kind of like crazy so how is that for you in like in terms of your sexuality yeah if you don't mind saying your sexuality on here and also like how you're able to navigate um and your sexuality that's such a very brilliant and very lovely question thank you for asking so um basically for me i am pansexual and also polyamorous i actually recently found out that I was polyamorous this year and I think a very major um, contribution to me um, wanting to just find alternatives or like searching for a better way of life a better lifestyle than Christianity because I also grew up Christian I think Mm -hmm. was because of my identity I did not I wasn't okay with the fact of that I had to like put this side of me this very important side of me a way to seek god the christian god Mm -hmm. so it was something i was never going to reconcile with especially because the religion a lot of the religion um, started off with war with blood with violence oppression it's like i'm not happy doing this because i wouldn't want i would do i want a world or a reality where nobody's oppressed anymore yeah exactly so i do not think mm -hmm. my beliefs and like thought processes align with this particular religion so that's when i started like yearning i think i had a mostly agnostic phase okay i did i did i did so um it was during this phase that i didn't want to pray to the christian god i was really we are beefing i'm so sorry we are beefing sorry i I just can't i'm so sorry (laughs) so i didn't want to do that even like at times where i needed to like voice out my thoughts or like mm-hmm. my trouble like just to be able yeah to, to know out. that i wasn't alone, alone right. i knew i didn't want to do that to a christian god so i kept 
just putting it out there. I think it a lot of it has to do with mindset. Once you once you like lift off the possibility of just strictly hell and heaven, mm-hmm. heaven and hell. Once you just realize or recognize that there are different ways to like see the world, there are different mm-hmm. like outlooks. That's when you realize that oh okay, this is a valid possibility, especially because this is what we were doing before. They came mm-hmm. and and told us, okay, this is the way. Mm-hmm. This is what we we're doing, and it was working for us. So why can't it work, work well? now? So right. yeah, once I changed, like once I, it was a paradigm shift for me. So like mm-hmm. once I lifted that like narrowing mentality, I realized that okay, I could actually go back to my roots. Mm-hmm. And the thing I love so much about Isheshe is that it's starkly different from Christianity in the way that he it does not like. It does not hammer on fear because okay. the Christian religion does that. Like from the job, they are telling you as young as like stay seven. If you steal meat from your mom's pots, you're going to hell. So like a lot of Christians, Ooh. even now, Ooh. a lot of them, even now, let's not come for the Christians. Oh yeah, too I just much. realized that that could be. Oh, should I say like how do I do that without like actually? I think because I have, like, fear is like a huge mm-hmm. part of why I had to. Because I didn't want to continue living in, in fear, fear, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to put it that like PG? Like, I mean, it's not PG. Like, at, at the end of the day, like, it is unfortunate, you know. Because I remember this history class I was having, yeah. and you know, he, um, my professor was talking about how um, the way they were pretty much controlling everybody in those times is they would create a problem, and if you are not scared enough to beg them for help mm. the people that created the problem then you are you are part of the problem like oh. just a lot of manipulation yeah. especially towards women and it's like really 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 weird but mm-hmm. so um um in terms of like african religion would yeah. you say that like sexuality is okay in terms of like the fear so there's no yeah. fear of being who you are yeah mm-hmm. and that's like very the most marvelous thing about it because it is it is just a way of life it is more a lifestyle than it is adhering to certain rules that you met okay i don't know if that makes sense like this is just how you're meant to be living so if you make your findings i'm sure like now that thankfully because of how people are now like going back to their roots and everything. We've learned that a lot of queer people were in existence and they Before, were not sure. Yeah. So like knowing that and knowing that Isheshe does not is not like homophobic, would not reject you. Like the main the main um what's the word? The main core value mm-hmm. that you have to uphold is just like a kind heart. Like kindness, kindness is like the major rule. You have to be kind. You have to give out kindness to the world. And to be kind, you have to recognize everybody's identity and everybody's choices as bad. You have to, yeah. Yeah, you, I was you about have no to mind. That. You have no choice but to be open-minded. Open-minded, exactly. Yeah. And I love yeah. that. Like it follows. Like it just fits. When I realized that, okay, there's something like this. It just made sense for me because me as a person, I'm very open-minded. So I just love that there's something that actually aligns with this thought process. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we're not looking at gender, we're not looking at sex, we're not looking at race. Mm-hmm. All we're looking at is your heart 
and that's like the most important thing yeah mm-hmm. so yeah that's why it was very easy for me as a queer person to like transition into to spirituality right. yeah. okay okay i get that very interesting yeah. okay and like it's interesting too you know because like just like you said pre-colonial times yeah they had their you know ways of life working for them yeah. their ways of tradition and their ways of worship mm-hmm. and even amidst all of this you know there were gender queer people yeah who took wives and took husbands yeah they were you know it's so interesting they were like gender fluid and like two-spirited mm-hmm. people yeah all the gender fluid people are actually considered the, the highest, highest form of, of like, like spiritual oh my god <laughs> They're oh, literally considered like I one of the highest forms. I love right now. Yeah. <laughs> literally, like, yeah. like, And it's so interesting because, like, we've just lost all of that yeah. to no documentation, mm-hmm. to colonialism. And it's so hard because are we really ever going to get back to yeah. this stage of, like, understanding that, like, at the end of the day, this is what, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what. This is who, or this is who we are, so yeah. to speak. So it's kind of, it's really interesting. I would say, yeah, yeah. It, is, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's also very beautiful because we are doing like you know the spirit of resistance that our ancestors had, like during the slave trade, mm-hmm. during like colonialism. So many of them resisted. So many of them fought. So like even now the spirit of resistance that made us like able to fight despite the whole like to create beauty despite the whole like hurdles that we lived with to mm-hmm. still have love to still have art it's so beautiful that we can still see it now mm-hmm. as like the new generation right people are opening their minds people are fighting for like human rights people are being like we are going back to like radicalized way of thinking and that is so beautiful so i know that it may take a while but we're going there like i would say that the last generation did not have as many people opening their eyes to this Mm -hmm. as the ones now so like it is so amazing that the more you read the more you open your mind the more you're thinking wait these things are not old-fashioned this is what we we are meant to be doing so Mm -hmm. like it's so beautiful and i'm so i'm so like very excited to like play my own part i know that it could be like a drop of water in an ocean, ocean but, like, yeah i feel like the impact is still, mm-hmm. still very valid mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay okay that's really like interesting and nice yeah and like in terms of so we spoke about how like honestly um Isheshe does not necessarily you know it's just about how kind you are yeah. not about your sexuality or in spite of your yes, sexuality it's like, yeah it's like yeah. you're welcome yeah whoever you are just yeah. be a kind person so um you know i've read about you know we read about um like voodoo and yeah. how like there's like a very very high reverence of like sexuality Sexual. and yeah. sex and everything is that also a thing um Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would actually say that. I would actually say that because another tenet, that's what they are called. Mm-hmm. I wish I could like go back to it, but remind me. Um, another tenet of Isheshe is like respecting women and womanhood and okay. yeah, feminine sexuality and feminine energy. Yes. Like, you are supposed to consider it superior because uh-huh. through sex, through the female body that carried mm-hmm. and birthed life, that's how we are all here so like 
there's no room for misogyny. I mm-hmm. really don't know what's going on now. Do you know what's but, like, crazy? But there's no room for that. Do you yeah. know what's crazy? There's only there are only two religions that have miso like there are only like yeah. out of all the ancient traditions and everything, you see superior forms of matriarchy. Yeah. You, you see superior like Venus exactly. with yeah. their bodies they were high, they were held, they held in high, high esteem. esteem. Yeah. And literally across board, Egyptian mythology, you're looking you know, Egyptian history, I don't want to call it mythology yeah. because people did live these yeah, lives. Yeah. You know, through Egyptian history, through Greek history, mm-hmm. through Roman history. And then we come and we have um the Constantinople niggas. Yeah. Which um, is like the Christians and like the Muslims. Mm-hmm. And somehow, somehow, somewhere in the mix, unfortunately, women are now like subordinate. Subordinate, yeah. you know, and queer people generally, not just women, but also queer people are now mm-hmm. somehow the taboo. Yeah. You know, the the minority, mm-hmm. so to speak. And it is so sad. It is. It, it really is so, is. so sad. Because it is so stifling. Like, to be around people that shame you for just what you are, it's really sick to be, like, just reduced to your sexuality, to be just reduced mm-hmm. to your gender. Like, I have, I am more than this, you know. And it's really sick, actually. Like, the years of trauma you get from that alone. It's like, why am I even here, you know? And I think I dealt with a lot of that. And I was just tired because I can't continue to, like, be, be ashamed of who I am. That's, mm-hmm. like, my identity really precedes me. And I want to be known for being queer and being here. Period. <laughs> like, I want to be known for loving women and creating art about women and writing mm-hmm. about women. So like to not be able to do that is really just heartbreaking to be honest. Mm-hmm. And to be able to probably even make that comparison because you know I remember when we were talking yeah. and we were talking about your partner and you said something about how the touch feels like worship. Yeah. And that was I was like wow preach. <laughs> oh my god like that was that was like gospel to me. Yeah. You know? and, the fact that you were able to like mm, like compare two very intimate things yeah. together, you know, your spirituality, your worship, yeah. and then your you know your intimacy with your partner mm-hmm. whom you love, you know, yeah. and that was that really must beautiful. be like yeah, it that is. must be really. Beautiful. I'm so grateful, and because Isheshi does not condemn who we are, does not condemn sexuality, does not condemn you know basic human attributes mm-hmm. you are you are eventually going to hold them to the same regard because sex is a beautiful thing mm-hmm. it's so beautiful because it is so like magnani- magnanimous it's different for different people sex for a sexual people is different yeah sex for like how you experience yeah, it. it's different it's, it's so different. it's what we mm-hmm. make it you know and like even how you experience it well different people yeah exactly and like once you close your mind from like conventionalism and mm-hmm. the whole conventional way of sex you open your mind to so many possibilities so it is a beautiful thing because of the pleasure it gives you it's so much different from the other forms of pleasure mm-hmm. so why don't we hold it to the same regard as, as those other form forms of, of pleasure, pleasure. because exactly. it's still pleasure it is still, still pleasure there's nothing to be ashamed of mm-hmm. imagine this this way of life is so beautiful i could go on and on because 
the way everything circles back to the idea of no shame mm-hmm. the idea of like community the idea of like togetherness mm-hmm. you're not shamed for who you are and it's so beautiful that is another thing i love about Cheche, like the community and i also think that was like a very big motivator as well because if i find someone wants to go on this journey knowing fully well how like scarce the resources are mm-hmm. how like we are just like literally finding our way back mm-hmm. if i find someone else who's really who also holds this to the same reverence i hold it to mm-hmm. i'm definitely going to hold their hand consider them my sister right. my sibling or my brother anything so like it's so beautiful how we make connections from it and the fact that you go back you dated back to your ancestors and the ones that were before you. Mm-hmm. you and realize, how they also yeah. experienced and the togetherness, the togetherness of like the Yoruba gods, how they came to be, mm-hmm. how like the Yoruba holds our children. I feel like of the gods, the Yoruba's children do not play with her and they do not play with them. Like she's such a giving and loving mother that wherever you are, you easily identify yourself. Mm. yeah you easily identify yourself i think that's why it was easy for me to like say oh you love the water because i didn't know this but it just felt right you know and it's like that's in itself is also community because we are not alone we are not like we are not islands mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's another we're not thing. meant to be islands mm-hmm. as beings yeah so mm-hmm. we have like kindness community and um, the reverence of women and sexuality yeah, mm-hmm. those are like the very starting tenets of Sheshi. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was talking about how like we were not meant to be alone. Even Nigerians in the diaspora. That's why a lot of them hold on to hoodoo. Because that that's like the trickle down version of Yoruba spirituality. Mm, right. Due to like yeah, colonialism, yeah. Afro. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, right, yeah. right. So they form their own type of religion, mm-hmm. their own type of magic, mm-hmm. their own type of like awakening and it works for them Mm -hmm. as well it Mm -hmm. just it literally is so beautiful how those are our brothers and sisters as well Mm -hmm. so it's so beautiful i really just like love the whole concept of like togetherness and like love in its purest forms because there's love in sex Mm -hmm. there's love in like birth Mm -hmm. there's love in kindness there's Mm -hmm. love in community it's like so many other things as well but like off the top of my head so that the ones i hold very dear to me Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Right, right. Okay, that's very, very interesting, actually. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing more about that. It's so interesting because I actually didn't realize how, I mean, like I said, there's not a lot of documentation about yeah. it. So, in as much as I know a lot or I have read a lot about some form of pre colonial history and gods and yeah. worship and everything, you don't really see a lot about how, like, it plays into, like, sexuality because, yeah. I mean, maybe they're trying to hide It's also very hush hush, you know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's they're trying to hush-hush. hide yeah. this information from us and everything because it's like, we've been pretty much westernized yeah. for a good amount of time mm-hmm. during, especially during, like, the biggest like changes in the world yeah. we're being colonized so it's like mm-hmm. and like what people do not understand they usually fear mm-hmm. and because they fear it, they act like they project they act like yes they it's very it's such a toxic and stressful cycle yeah. which leads me to my next question actually and that would be like you know growing up in a christian home yeah. having to live you know all of that mm-hmm. you know being able to find yourself in 
your now newfound like your spirituality now and yeah. everything how have you been able to kind of deal with like christian guilt if that's mm. even something that you've had to deal with yeah. at all or not I, do, I mean i don't want to boil it down to just christian guilt yeah. i would say like religious guilt because mm-hmm. yeah yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's or like societal experience. guilt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. Especially growing up like Nigerian, mm-hmm. growing up where everything was supposed to like be treated with like shame. There wasn't. We didn't hear a lot of these things, and even when we did, it was like so outlandish, you know. Mm-hmm. So like growing up like that, I have, I have, I carry with me a lot of guilt. But like over the years with unlearning and like seeing my learning other things about myself it became easier for me to like let them go it, it's, it's still an ongoing process i can't even lie with you i think especially growing up christian honestly growing up christian wasn't it for me i think it was when i was like becoming very comfortable with my sexuality i think uh, christianity for me like my departure was quite easy because mm-hmm. we were clashing with like Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, many things. So it was easy for me to like just close that chapter of my life. But with like my sexual identity, obviously, it was treated with like so much hate. Like people hate what they don't understand, and they don't understand because there's not enough empathy or kindness to even like to even look try at, exactly, to, to understand. Try to, yeah, to look at someone that like has arms and legs and like a face like you like and realize you. that this person is a whole human being, human being and also like experiences li- life, life and like mm-hmm. everything different from me so like um when you realize that it just goes really deep yeah and when i realized it was just really hard for me really i think when i came to term but i did eventually come to terms with that guilt because I found, like, community is so important. I really don't know where I'd be without, like, the people that I share, like, minds with. Mm-hmm. It was so comforting to, like, come online on Twitter and to see other people that are also, like, queer and, like, living their beautiful queer lives. It was so brave. They are just, by just living, they, they radicalized me. Like, they inspired me. Mm-hmm. They opened my eyes to, like, a new world from what I was just constrained to see. So, like... Community was so important growing up. I think that was it for me because I saw other people like me, although they were not like everywhere, but like social media, Twitter especially, was my solace. So when I realized that, okay, there was nothing to be ashamed of, especially this year, was a lot of, like, I had a lot of firsts this year. Very unforgettable okay. years. Okay. But like when good I realized, or bad. very good. Yeah. Most were good. Okay. So yeah, when I realized that, oh, People are there just like me. Mm-hmm. It was easier for me to shed that weight off of, of my body. Mm-hmm. And like, so, I'm not a bad person. Yeah, I'm not a bad person mm-hmm. for just loving, loving who and, I love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, by shedding the weight about my sexuality, the religious guilt came up as easy. It was, it was just like, that was a big part of me. So, now being able to like look at it a certain way, made everything else fall into place mm-hmm. so i think it circles back to like cosmic alignment because the universe wanted that like it oh, was for you to yeah. go through that process i think everybody had to that yeah unique journey mm-hmm. we all have our unique journey i think for you finding your way back is also like a unique journey of yours everybody's own is going to be different and i think mine was just according to how 
I was going to receive it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was very tailored for me, and I'm very glad that I got rid of the guilt about my sexuality first mm-hmm. before I started getting into, into right. Okay, that's great. Yeah. That's very very good. So I'm I'm guessing that like being able to like enter into like your spirituality or like mm-hmm. learning about it. Knowing that you didn't have all of that guilt about your sexuality was yeah. a... It was such a breeze. Wow. I feel like my ancestors were like, finally, just come, 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 come. You have a lot of things to catch up with. Like the little... It's the now you are ready. Yeah, 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 now yeah, you're yeah, ready. Yeah, just yeah, come. Yeah. We don't have time anymore. <laughs> we waited so long. So like that was just it for me. And I'm really glad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. That's good. Good for you. So now you're in a... You. Do you think you're in a position where like... Um, your how do I put this question? You're able to express your. I mean, I feel like you're already there. Like yeah. where you're able to express how you feel about your partners. Yeah. Um, in a very like reverent way. Yeah. In a very in a way that they know that Dale, this person is definitely yeah deep in it. <laughs> Person is soaked in gay things. Yeah. Soaked in homosexuality. Okay, okay, okay. And have you ever had any partners where, like, the fact that you are spiritual? Yeah. Do you understand where I'm going? Yeah. What am I about to ask? They've actually been very receptive because one thing about me, I'm not mysterious. Like, I'm such an open book. I do not know how to be mysterious to save my life. I'm crying. So So you're just out there talking. Yeah, I'm literally talking about the gift of the universe. I'm talking about how I love Who's your angel number? I'm, so I'm in love with girls that like to drink the car, destroy it, and talk about star signs. Yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people that if you stand too close, I'll start talking about, oh, the universe. Make sure you use retro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay. So, but like, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they knew what they were signing up for. Like, everybody. But the thing about it is that it gets really hard to now decipher who actually wants me from who me. you are and, yeah, like and who not you because actually of this are. Mm-hmm. See, because, like, the person I was with before my current partner, I think he just wanted me because of, like, the. Cis oh, yeah. No, actually. Oh, okay. It was also by it was also pan apparently, but like a man is a man. Like a was it? Si- <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he was very like I think he was intrigued. I think this happens with not only like people that are, like very non conventional, but like people that are creative as well, people that make art. Mm-hmm. I think you find yourself like you find people just being attracted to you because of like this aura, aura yeah, mm-hmm. intriguing. People like to soak up of energy. Okay. Right. So like we carry a lot of energy. We have our own eleda, mm-hmm. our ori like already like pushes out energy that can be recognized among your own people. So right. like they do not realize it's not a conscious thing because people don't like not pe- not many people even know. Um, a lot about these things but unconsciously they end up just like just wanting to be around such glowing energy because it is so um so um, soothing yeah exactly and like the ones that are coming from people that are not conventional like writers painters musicians like we all have like i would say i, I was telling you earlier how like there's a god that 
is assigned yeah assigned to, for like, like different, different people parts, like, mm-hmm. that's why you see like families having like ifa at the at the as end of their yeah. Omi, at the end of their surnames also like ilu Osha. their dramas yeah, yeah yeah exactly so like these gods already someone in your family was definitely a painter you may not know mm-hmm. someone in mine was definitely a writer so like because we are our own ancestors embodied mm-hmm. we have like different gods so like these people don't know that it is your energy that just attracts them mm-hmm. so i mean it was hard for me it took me a while to, to realize. Like, realize that that was what was happening mm-hmm. but like even in retrospect i think i've just like because i'm so much in a better headspace right i just realized that that was what was going on okay, okay. yeah so yeah. like if they don't realize it and it's just them unconsciously feeding off of that energy though yeah. how are you able to kind of like decipher what if that person does actually like you but like of course the energy is like the just an an a plus yeah yeah like, okay that's such a good question mm-hmm. i think another thing people and like how do you also sorry yeah. how do you also like with that person that you mm-hmm. were seeing this is pan man yeah. how did you like break it off like how were you able to like t- say okay you know what this isn't necessarily working because i know that you're feeding off of my yeah. energy and not necessarily because you are into the whole package of okay. me mm-hmm. so like how do you like let go about that you, let me not lie let me not steal because i'm such a i'm crying guys he did the breaking off. <laughs> he was the one that did the whole like calling things off. Because you know when the universe is saying something, but like the Ara, that's our flesh. Araman Shagidi, we are so stubborn. We think we know it all. We want to like stick through it, stick through it to the end. So like I think my ancestors were just really irritated by like the whole thing. I'm pretty sure they were like rubbed the shit off and they I don't even know he if he would even say that was what it was, but like looking at it now, I think they just used him as the mouthpiece. Because even after like calling things off himself, he still tries to like get back, like text me and everything. So I think like he it was just like the passer of the message. And when he passed it on, I was like, Mm, got it, yeah. I it's understand time. now. Yeah, it's time. It's really okay. time. Okay, I get that. Okay, so ultimately, your ancestors will just always be there. Yeah, they to are channeled through someone or even through you. Yeah, to, I think like a lot cool. of it is like your mindset. Your mindset is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Where your head is at. So like once you just switch, actually, once you change the your mindset from like oh, I'm supposed to live in shame. Oh, um, nobody's out there for me. Oh, I'm alone. When you realize that, oh, because I'm here today, the features in my face from my head to my toe all date back to, like, a long line of ancestors, you realize that you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging them is literally all they want because they are literally here waiting for, like, who in the generation would actually, like, open their third eye. So, like, they are ready to make that connection again. You just have to acknowledge their existence and acknowledge their presence. And I think it was really hard for me starting off because, you know, the doubt. But then when I shifted that, it's all about your mindset. Things were just happening for me like serendipity. Yeah, it was a lot of serendipity. But I realized that, hmm, this is not, I'm not a lucky person. I wouldn't say I'm a lucky person. So something is is definitely, this can't just all be luck. luck. Yeah, yeah. I had Mm -hmm. to give credit to who credit was Was due. due. Right. So like, 
it became easier and you know that's so interesting because i say it's all the time you know and i've always mostly had an agnostic point of view of like thinking and just like you said sometimes i would want to pray just so that i know that i'm not alone or you know series of things are happening and you're just like you know what this can't just be my doing like yeah yeah, and as much as i might have put in the work and as much as like i might have figured some parts of it out even you figuring parts of it out yeah came from somewhere somewhere like a divine guidance or so so to speak you know so it's it's very interesting like listening to you talk about it and like knowing that you are aware that you know like this is definitely yeah my predecessors yeah yeah or these are definitely my predecessors that's that's very interesting and cool i would say yeah yeah and i would um also like put it out there for people that are like straight atheists but like have their doubts people that think oh this does not apply to me because like i just have like a consecutive and constant amount of mishappiness a constant amount of like bad luck i always feel this way it's like it's just a cycle you know and i think they could even be like clinging to certain religions i'm not Mm -hmm. sure but i'm just i just feel very led to say this because i think for the longest time too i was deeply depressed and deeply in such a dark place it felt like everything was just very bleak Mm -hmm. but it's so funny how like opening your mind literally just changes everything to be honest once you feel like you are capable of receiving the best form of love the best form of wealth the and best form of, yeah, of you are deserving because mm-hmm. literally you are not alone you are like you are evidence of a long line of great people so yeah it's your right you know once you start feeling resilient people too yeah exactly people that did not take no for an answer and stop people that live their life so unashamedly mm-hmm. so like once you realize that oh this is for you it just changes everything because I was so unhappy. I just, I just remember, and it's making me so emotional actually. Because this year was really hard for me. The beginning of this year, a lot of things happened. A lot of things happened, and it's so lovely how like I may not be like my richest home. Oh, mind you, also it's not like the quickest way to money, except you like you want to like go after certain gods that will obviously require blood from you. So. At the end of the day, you have to take your time. Realize that it is, it is like centuries of disconnect, you know. So you are, so you, you are the one. Yeah, you are the pace setter. Yeah, you have to baby step it. Yeah, exactly. You are the one opening the doors again. So you have to like take your time and approach with, with as much hum, like humility, humility and like reverence as much as possible. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, alright, alright, that's very cool. So yeah, I don't know if I have any other questions yeah. about it. Thank you so much for gracing me with <laughs> this. I'm really, really glad that you came on and like we spoke about this because yeah. like ultimately, it's so interesting to know that you know there are people out there who are able to both embrace their spirituality and their sexuality because yeah. like like I said, not a lot of Especially, I mean, I'm not going to say not a lot of religions. I'm, I've only ever known like Christianity and bits and pieces of Islam. Yeah. You know, so like, and I know that these two religions do not accept you for who you are, yeah. so to speak. And I know there are still queer people out there who are like 
Christian and yeah. Muslim, and it, I mean, I don't know if it works for them, but like some people say that it does, yeah. and that's good for you too because mm-hmm. you might have found your own spirituality. Yeah, in I a missed, certain way. I missed yeah, all I missed of that. Everything. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like for for the majority of queer people, kind they of, kind of have to let go of that. Yeah, and yeah, so it's and also like I said, the whole like guilt, the mm-hmm. whole religious guilt and societal guilt. Yeah, having to kind of just let go of all of that and. You know, it's kind of hard for a lot of queer people. Yeah. So you know, being able to speak to you and like you know, ex- like you talking about your experience with like Isheshe, your spirituality and yeah. your sexuality is has been very amazing. Thank I'm you really glad. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I hope this was really nice. Yeah, I hope this was really nice it. for me. Yeah, it was nice to listen to you <laughs> and like I really enjoyed it so much. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Yeah. I- this resonates with someone because Yay! I felt very led to say a lot of things. So whoever was meant to hear this, I hope you do. I hope you do too. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We have, um, remember that we have an Instagram now, Talk That Talk with T, Triple E. That is also our handle on Twitter. And yeah, make sure you follow, share, subscribe, like, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I love you guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.